Welcome to Pitch Intensely Fan Entertainment Movie Pitching Podcast and today we are going over the very plausible, possible and some would say needed task of figuring out what to do with Marvel Special Presentations. I'm still Mike. And I'm still Darren. Yeah, this is a new format that's been thrust on us in the last uh, month or so. We had Werewolf by Night, mm-hmm. which went down very well. Uh, we have another one by the end of the year, that being uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. For which I have not watched the trailer. Have you not? I want to go in blind. Fair enough. Because it's, it's inconsequential. It's not like it's not like looking at Pokemon leaks or finding out anything about Guardians 3 where it's like, crack and I need it now. Yes. So I'm like, you know what? I'll go in blind to this fun little thing. Have you, by the way, you checked out uh, Disney's other Christmas offering this year. What is? Santa Claus the TV show. Oh, Jesus Christ. I love the Santa Claus. <laughs> Do you actually? Uh, the Tim Allen one. Yeah. Fucking love that movie. <laughs> that is a staple of Christmas. Right. And two is also good. We do not, not talk, talk about, about three. Santa Claus 3. Oh, so I am real fucking worried. <laughs> Tim Allen does not look like he wants to be there, and that's never a good sign. Tim Allen doesn't want to be in anything. He wanted to be in two. He wanted yeah. to be in light, yeah, so you know. Yeah, he didn't want to be in fucking three. Um, so, <laughs> any hoozle. Um, so, yeah, we, we thought we would come out with a very fresh and original idea yes. of pitching some ideas for a Marvel special presentation. Thanks, Nando. And then... <laughs> so, I did my best. I wrote all five of mine before I watched that video. Yeah. Now, I think you watched them, but it didn't really matter too much. No, there was one that got very close. Right, okay. And then everything else I was not even thinking about doing, so it's fine. Obviously, most um, of the characters... I'll be honest with you, I'm very annoyed I didn't think of Brother Voodoo. That, that one, was his best That pitch. one sounded was great. Strong. This is the thing, there's... These characters are like the D tier people, the C tier at best people we're going to be picking on. Yes. Do almost kind of lend themselves to certain stories being told. So the chance of repetition is kind of unavoidable at this point. So mm. I went in with the mindset of we're doing. So Werewolf by Night in particular was a pastiche of a, of a genre. Mm-hmm. I went in with that in mind yes. of like, can we do this? There has to be a, a quirk. There has to be a what if, not a what if, what but a if? what if, but a what if, you know, and, and something janky that they wouldn't do for a whole TV show, nor would they do it for a movie. Yes. That's how I went into these things. Mm. And I have got, other than the first pitch, which I had to do a little bit of writing for, I've literally just got the one sentence, da 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 So it's going to be, talk about it. there's going to be a lot of ad-libbing on this show. Excellent. Yeah. I'm- in a very similar situation. Happy days. I have not structured out any particular plot. We're nope. going to go off the cuff. We're going to throw some ideas around. Uh-huh. And but hopefully, we'll maybe we'll improve each other's. Who knows? We've done that before. We have a good track record for doing that. We did. We did that with... Uh, Spider-Man 2 pitch. Yep. We did that when we had when we were struggling with Zaytana and... Dazzler. Dazzler pitches that we that just one. couldn't get to funk. Mm. Uh, and fucking GTA 6 pitch so good they're fucking copying yep <laughs> we've done it again lads i swear to christ if tommy Vassetti's is in that game i want royalties now i'll level with you yeah most of these pitches i'm about to do i will just be happy if marvel wants to copy him you know what lads? this is me waving my fee you can go ahead and do all of these <laughs> that I think fee that fun. we still have never received <laughs> one day there'll be one so blatant we might actually have a case i'm still kind of annoyed they didn't do your version of endgame where they literally just like pulled everybody out of a dying reality. Peaced out and jumped into the Fox universe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still kind of annoyed uh, they haven't done that, but, you know. I know. Hey, we got your version of a Pokemon game. We did. We got that pretty much verbatim, so happy yep. fucking days. We put in, you put the energy into the universe that you want to receive back. Exactly. That's what we're doing. Now, you're kicking us off. I am, with the very first one, and, of course, the what if. if. What do you think the over-under is on one of us, of us copying at least one idea? Uh, I think we're going to have two. I think two of our pitches will be similar, okay. if not the same. Okay. Because I'm, I'm hoping you didn't pick this particular team to start off Go with. Go for it. I haven't got any teams. I don't have any teams, you know. Phenomenal. That, in that case, none. <laughs> oh, sweet. Okay. Happy days. So then, um, I, I thought this is based on one shot... Mm. From Thor, Love and Thunder. Which isn't the weird head of uh, my girl's <laughs> son going... Rrr. Actually, to be fair, yes, we'll get back to that later. Oh, okay. We'll get, that is a different pitch. Put a pin in that. We'll get back to it. Okay. So, 
this is based off a shot from the very start of Thor Love and Thunder. Mm. And it has what can only be described as a Mills and Boone book cover style. Uh This woman with blue hair in a pirate's outfit swoops in and... uh, uh, and, and good old Thor catches her. Yes. Imagine that if it were good <laughs> and yep. it were more space themed. Okay. This is my only mutant adjacent property. Oh. I want to do the Star Jammers. Okay. All right. So Talk me through it. So obviously I want it to be more leading towards the Pirates of the Caribbean, kind of like Gore Verbinski big action yeah, yeah, yeah. thing for an hour. Yeah, I'm going okay. to set it on a mostly aquatic planet so okay. that you've got more of that actual pirates theme. Okay. You've got the elements of Cosmic Marvel in there because all of these characters are basically D-tier Guardians of the Galaxy uh-huh. people. Um, with it being a romance-heavy kind of forward thrust to the thing yes. and a backdoor way to introduce mutants. Okay. Because, of course, our main character is... I've forgotten what Corsair's name is. I, I, I don't even know. I think he's know. Nathaniel Summers or something like that. That sounds very right, yeah. It's Corsair. Yeah. And I knew exactly who I wanted to play Corsair. I have cast him. It's fucking Dan Stevens. Yes. And I want Big to, old fucking yes. I want him to bring Lion of Love energy to this fucking role. Because it's going to be cheesy as fuck. I'm picturing in my head when Marge writes the romance novel. And it's Flanders. And it's Flanders. Yes. That's what I'm picturing in my head of like the big burly chest dude with an open frilly shirt, fucking wind in his hair. Yeah, Dan Stevens. Yeah. Every day of the week. One hundred percent do I want that. Um uh-huh. it does have to start on the note of him getting kidnapped. Well, him and uh and and Scott's mom. Yeah. I forgot what Havoc's first name is. That's unfortunate. Uh... Oh Jesus yep. Christ. Right. Carry on, I'll figure it out. Figure Cyclops it. and Havoc's mom and dad get stolen into space. Come so you've got Corsair and Catherine Summers, who I haven't cast because... She didn't matter. She's not an important part of this thingy. They're going to get captured. And again, a backdoor way of introducing the Shi'ar Empire. We're going to have Deken the Mad. Alex Summers. Alex Summers, thank you. So Scott and Alex are stuck on Earth doing orphan shit. Mm. Uh Catherine and Corsair get taken off into space by the Shi'ar Armada. Catherine unfortunately dies. Corsair is forced to work in a mine. Mm -hmm. That is where he meets the... Well, where he sees the... Like the the kind of cat person-esque creature known as Hepzibah, who Mm -hmm. I have cast as Alison Brie, based entirely off her performance in Glow. Yes. Um, And that's where this team starts to come together. He attempts to free her. Along the way, they somehow pick up the weirdest fucking people of all time. Razor Longknife, uh, I want that to be played by Josh Lawson. Uh-huh. I know that this this character is depicted with quite darkish skin, but I interpreted that to be a, an alien rather than a race. Right. So I'm going with the guy who played Kano, but if somebody wants to suggest okay. uh, anybody of colour to play this role, I'm more than happy to swap him out. Uh-huh. And then I quite like the idea. There's a cat. The, the character. This character's name is spelled C H apostrophe O D. Chod. Chod. Right. It's either Chod or Chod. There's no two good ways okay. about it. But I thought it was hysterical since the High Evolutionary is no longer being played by Lance Reddick as it was in my Guardians of the Galaxy three mm. pitch. Lance Reddick is free to voice Chod. Fair enough. These guys come together, battle the way out of the mines, and mm-hmm. then the the crux of the story is this big seafaring adventure on this aquatic planet that leads with them forming the Star Jammers and getting off world on Corsair's ship. That's what I would like to see. What could you have in this? So you've got he- oh, Deken the Mad. I've got played by Henry Golding. Yes, because I just think it'd be good to have him in something. Yeah, uh, and again, it's a backdoor way to have a future uh, mutants villain uh-huh. in there. I'm. I'm kind of thinking this is about 60-70 minutes in length. Yes. I think something that's like a big bumper episode of something like Doctor Who. Okay. Um, But not too long to overstay its welcome because this is going to be leaning heavy into... I don't want to say the new romantics because that's the eighties thing, but like it's it's new romance. It's like future romance. Yes. Maybe with a hint of an 80s tint to it. Oh, you've got it right. Yeah. You got blood dragon this shit. It's got to be so over the top and what for love and thunder should have fucking been. Yeah, an entirely synth score. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. Um, 
and uh, yeah, I, I, I've said him at the top, but I, I think I could see Gore Verbinski taking this on as kind of like a little mm. passion project. He doesn't have to do anything. They got Marvel money. They can. Put they got Marvel money. money. They yeah. can get who they want, but apparently not Quentin Tarantino or Spielberg. Yeah, or Spielberg. No. Oh, the Spielberg Fantastic Four. You know, one of the things you want to watch mm. when you re- finally reach heaven, and you're yes. like, I want to see what that was. I want to see Spielberg's Fantastic Four. Like you wouldn't fucking believe. Yeah, I did not call the Star Jammers. I like it. It'd be a lot of fun. I think you could have because he's got because Corsair's kind of like a really weird, stupid hero. Yes, like they they super did him real tragic in the X Men cartoon. For yeah. reasons I do not understand. Because no. the man's dressed in a red latex pirate suit <laughs> and has two fucking, like, flintlock pistols that yeah. shoot laser beams. Yeah. Make it dumb. Lean into the absurdity. You know what? I want the kind of tone from the Transformers movie in this. Like, you'd actually... The first good one, right? Not the... No, the animated one. Oh, thank God. All right. Yeah, the animated... Like, the... With all the stupid 80s music blasting over very colourful fights. Okay, okay. I'm In fact, you know what? I'm going to go back on the uh, sin scoring. Stambush. Uh, is Stambush alive? Uh, yes, he okay, is. Okay, sweet. <laughs> and swords clinking. Because yeah, you can do the Shi'ar Empire whichever way you want. Yeah. You can have them as this kind of like overly technological thing. But ultimately, that is just... A representation of the first issue of the Star Jammers comic book, mm. which is just just them coming together and breaking out of a mine where they were kept as slaves. Right. So you can you can go as kind of like medieval as you want because mm. it's dealing with archaic shit like slavery. Yeah, yeah. So I would fucking love to see that happen, Darren. That's a hell of a show. That's a strong start. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have to go with my big gun first. I was gonna go into my X Men adjacent person. Mm. But it's, it's on a different spectrum to your... Because you've actually got mutants. My geezer isn't even a mutant. Mm. He's just X-Men adjacent. So instead, I'm going to go for the one I actually wrote stuff down for. Cool. And I don't know how they haven't done this already. Right. Because coming out of Hawkeye, I thought this was a fucking humdinger. Your Christmas special next year, it's a full Broadway production of Rogers, Rogers the, the fucking musical. musical. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's right fucking there. Just do it. So would you like to hear the songs? <laughs> Have you written the titles? I've written the titles of all the songs. Oh, I want to hear this. I so, hear this. Act One yep. is the first cat movie. Yep. Your intermish is just after he gets woke up in the future. And then your second half is the first Avengers movie. Yeah. Here we go. They're going to have a minor key version of I Can Do This All Day, which is the song we see in Hawkeye, but it's him when he's little Steve Rogers. Getting beat up. And you told him getting beat up. It's I Can Do This All Day. <laughs> right that's that's where we're going with this then we're gonna get dr erskine's song which is just called a good man which Ooh. is basically gonna montage our way through all the army camp stuff of him like picking at him and you'll have all of the big burly dudes doing is it big muscles is it big legs and he's going that's not what makes a good man and then fucking both i fucking love this yes. Then we're going to have the transformation scene Ooh. by Ensemble, which is called Growing Pain. <laughs> <laughs> then, of course, a full, fucking full-blown USO version of Star Spangled Man with a plan. Yeah. Who do 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 for America? We're going to do that shit. <laughs> um, then we get Red Skull's song, which is the big be prepared fucking song of the thing called Supremacy. Ooh. It's all about him being a big fucking strong Nazi geezer. Um, <laughs> then we'll have a Howling Commandos prison escape song sang by the Howling Commandos yeah. with Howling. Mm. Has to be appropriate. <laughs> um, you Owe Me a Dance will be a love song between uh. Peggy and Steve. Fucking A. Um, then we'll have Bucky Dies Winter in my heart. Oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> we'll find a way to put winter and soldier next to each other in all appropriate lyrics. Um, Through this winter will soldier on. Yes, there you go. <laughs> then we're going to have the big fight between Cap and Red Skull. Red, white and true. <laughs> uh, you owe me a dance reprise with Steve and Peggy as it fucking goes and thinks it's in a minor key now. Boom. <laughs> End of act one. Steve wakes up, runs outside. And you owe me a dance. Curtains, right? That's your fucking end of act one. (laughs) Act two. Here we go. Uh, New World War. This will be Steve's adjusting to the new live. Him in the gym punching fucking... um, Punching bags as hard as he fucking can. Mm. Uh, Back in the game will be Steve and Nick Fury about going to Germany to stop Loki. 
Um, then we'll have the big introduction of Iron Man and Thor as they come into Iron Man by Black Sabbath and uh, the Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin will introduce those two into the mix, mm. uh, which will be the big freeway fight between the three of them from the middle of the Avengers. Then we have Bottle by Ensemble, which is them in the helicarrier getting all fucking angry at each other and, you know, plays off everything, especially that you came out of a bottle, but they're in a bottle, so it's thematic. <laughs> you get it, Michael, you get it. Um, then we'll have Loki's villain song just called Neil which will be big fucking I'm in charge here Um, when we hit the low note that's when Steve sings assemble and everyone will fucking assemble and we send them all unhappy with I can do this all day by Steve and cast and that (laughs) is Rogers the fucking musical you go out there you get whoever the fuck you can on Broadway you're not currently in anything right now you do a proper version of it you get fucking Steven Soderheim still alive Stephen Sondheim, yeah, yes. he's alive. Get fucking him, do a full Broadway. I want it shot like Hamilton was. I don't yeah. want anything fucking showy. That's your Christmas special. <laughs> Easy as fucking pie. Fucking love that. Surely you want Lin-Manuel Miranda involved. He's he's on everything for Disney right now. He can be Dr. Erskine. I'm sure he can figure out a, a German <laughs> accent. Uh, I'm sure he can rap his parts. <laughs> <laughs> love it. So yeah, that, that to me... has its eyes. <clears throat> yeah. I'm just it. saying, for me, that is the easiest fucking slam dunk special presentation thing. Yep. 50 minutes might be pushing it, considering I've got like fucking 15 odd songs <laughs> yeah. in there. But yeah, that's that was the first thing that came to my mind. Like, yeah. Obviously, Book- obviously we're doing fucking Rogers the Musical. Booked it, packed, packed it, it, fucked up. off. Michael. Right, okay, here we go. So, this one I don't have any cast for, so I'm going to just allow you to fill the gaps in. Mm. But the, there's, there's potential for this one to be fun. Okay. Um, but I really just want to introduce a concept. Okay. It, it's a it's another backdoorer. Mm. Um, Marvel didn't used to do superhero comics. Mm-hmm. They used to do a lot of things. One of them was, and there would be the title of this, the Mighty Marvel Western. Ah. So it's okay. comes, it comes close to Nando's Two Gun Kid pitch. Yes. And Two Gun Kid is in my pitch right i haven't got him cast the idea is you do the western avengers so it's all of the marvel western characters so you've got the two gun kid rawhide kid and kid colt they've all got kid in their name mm. i don't know what that's about but it's about them gathering up a posse mm-hmm. because there's a guy dressed all in white called the phantom rider yeah fucking shit up and this is 100% a backdoor way to introduce the spirit of fucking vengeance oh, yeah. let's go the first ghost rider's a cowboy the only good bit from that fucking shite second one of fucking what's his face um oh what's his name sam oh no oh, no big manly dude's got a big mustache he's called sam something big dude what Right, the actor, he's called Sam something. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. You, fucking... you should know it's Sam Elliott. I know, <laughs> shut up. So him on the big fiery horse as the fucking flaming skull. Yep. Hell yes, that yep. sounds amazing. Yeah, I want him in the full white suit. Yeah. Moon Knight-esque. Yes. But then like he's got like a white Moon Knight, he's mapped off, and when he takes it off, it's the oh, fucking skull. flaming skull. Are you going to shoot in the correct aspect ratio that of all course, Westerns we're are going in? full spaghetti Western. Oh, yeah. And John Wayne is shit. John Wayne is shit. And I did have an idea about who I wanted to direct, but I've forgotten their name. So I'm just going to look up... Was it Quentin Tarantino? It was not he Quentin loves, he Tarantino. He loves a fucking uh, Western. It was the... I wanted one of the Coen brothers. Oh, okay. I wanted Ethan Coen to yes. direct it because they directed True Grit, which I really liked. Had a lot of humour, which you can bring into here. Now, ultimately... It is just a movie about getting the gang together. Yeah. So it's not going to be massively long. And it's just so I can have fucking Horse Ghost Rider. <laughs> That's what I really want. Um, you've then got the potential off the back of that to do so that you can kill these characters. Ultimately, if you like more, if you if the Marvel Westerns for some reason take off, you can do solo stories with Raw High Kid, Two Gun Kid, Kid Cole, all of that. You could even do a Origin of the Phantom Rider. Yes. If you really wanted to. But I'd like it to be like the final part of this story. Because I'd really like um, Phantom Rider to penance stare Two Gun Kid into the future. Oh. Because I, I, he's been in the She-Hulk comics. As the, as we found out in Nando's yeah, video. Yeah, yeah. He's been in She-Hulk comics because he's a lawyer. Uh-huh. And I just think it'd be fucking funny for in the stupid fucking... 
She-Hulk office there to be a guy in full cowboy outfit <laughs> at all times at all times just doing the accounts I just think that would be that hysterical would be so like you just supplant and then if you do do a Ghost Rider thing in the future mm. you've got a guy who wants revenge and now you get to watch <laughs> now you get to watch Johnny Blaze fight a cowboy it's gonna be fun it's gonna be done but yeah we're talking full like narrow widescreen yeah, aspect ratio shitty film if if you could get is isn't is uh is Morricone still alive i don't think he is who the guy who scored um good band the oh, no clue let's find out if he is i uh, is it enrico morricone that sounds cool uh oh I god i'm right i really can't cool. i really can't spell ennio morricone is alive how old is he Oh no, he's dead. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Whoops, I was looking at the wrong day. Yeah, he died. He only died in 2020, that's a shame. Oh, I don't. Because I was going to say, you've got a fucking composer I'm there. I'm sure you can find someone to step into his shoes, so... I mean, we picked a composer to direct. Yeah, we fucking did. So maybe we, that's an untapped market. That's maybe Ludwig Göransson should be directing this movie. Why the he's, hell not? He's doing music on everything else, that so... Is. Wouldn't even be mad about it. Yeah, this one's not the strongest one, not, not the most fleshed out. fun... And again, of a genre, which yep. is what we think they're going to try and do this as. So it'd be cool to see like uh, like the guy who's building the railroads be like a Stark. I think oh that might yeah, be fun. yeah. Do proper um, what's it called? Um, what's the like the medieval-y Marvel universe? Oh God, what is it? Ten sixty some odd. Oh yeah, um, eighteen oh six. Eighteen oh six. Do that. Have 1608, a 1608. Have a Parker, have a Rogers, have a Stark, have all that shit. That's just fun shit to do. Yeah. Um, if they if they come across like um, like uh, any native tribes, you could have that as a way to induce progenitors for. Is it not Nighthawk? Um, Thunderbird. Thunderbird. Yeah, that's it. So you could have that as a. Well, that's a Monica. So you could just have Thunderbird in the movie, and then oh fucking. Da, 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 da. So Thunderbird's the guy that's like. Guiding them to in the wake of the Phantom Rider, that might be a there lot of fun. There you fucking go. Right, lovely. Now, this one is it has three returning characters, hmm. but hear me out. It's always annoyed me that they didn't do this, and because one of them hasn't been confirmed to be dead, I'm just going to take it as rip that he's still alive. We're going to go and get Jeff Goldblum and Benicio del Toro, and we're doing the Collector and the Grandmaster having a madcap alien adventure. <laughs> so my, my my plan for this is, Grandmaster is kind of he's not doing great after the Sakar stuff, but he's having his birthday party on his big fucking luxury yacht that he managed to escape on. His brothers coming to meet him. Happy fucking days. And I just want them to chew all the fucking scenery. Just just take it for granted they are chewing all the scenery all the way fucking through. <laughs> And the collector has brought him a gift. This is where we can get Sylvester Stallone back mm. as whatever the fuck he was. Stakar, oh god. Him. Starhawk. Starhawk. Starhawk's there, and wouldn't you know it, he's captured a brood. Ooh! We're doing Alien, but with the collector and the grandmaster. <laughs> so the gimmick will be that the brood can replicate. They can't really do this in the comic books, but I need a way to like have one threat that all of a sudden like they say, I bought you a brood. No, you say it's aliens, it's gremlins. It's gremlins, basically, yeah. <laughs> and then they look at it, he says, I bought you a brood. And then obviously, fucking Jeff Gomb, but uh, there appears to be two in the cage. That was more Shatner <laughs> than it was Goldberg. So leave me alone. <laughs> and there's two of them, he's like, oh. And then all of a sudden, and basically... It's Grandmaster and uh, the Collector running around this ship whilst Stallone's trying his best to get everything under control, whilst the Brood are just eating everybody. <laughs> and these two big camp idiots are just running away. <laughs> like, they'll open the door, there's the fucking Brood going, blah! <laughs> <laughs> but they know they're shit and useless, but they're just going to be running around and, like, throwing people into the Brood to eat them and this all that good stuff. 100% a Gremlins movie. I love this. Because <laughs> I just think they are... In comic books, they are brothers, and I think they're like the uncles of Thanos. Something like that. They're, they're related to him. They're meant to be mega old. Like, yes. Super duper old. So that was never explored. And I think now that we've explored that Thanos had a brother and it's fucking Harry Styles, why not just say... Because there is, apparently there's a reference to this in the Guardian of the Galaxy ride. Oh. There is a picture somewhere in the ride of the Collector and the Grandmaster playing poker. And I'm just, no I want that. Give me that. I want these two fucking out of control actors just say, lads, just have fun with it and just run wild. 
And that's basically all I got. I just think it'd be funny to watch these two zany idiots try and survive being eaten alive by the brute. I like that. Is it again another backdoor way of introducing another villain for uh, for future movies? There you so, go. You can introduce you the brood that way. You could probably dabble in some. You could have any number of alien races turn up in this thing. You could have the fucking Shi'ar there. You could have whoever the fuck you need to be there. And it's a way to get the 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 kind of second guardian team back into the mix. Because I don't think you want to bring everyone back, but you can get Stallone, the fucking big red fish, lizardy looking dude, and Miley Cyrus's head, mm. and you could just have those three turn up. And then we just need to play Stallone and some fucking you know CGI dude to turn up. That's my idea. I just want some more Benicio del Toro and Jeff Goldblum, please. I, I like it. Are you pitching that as kind of like uh, in like in the same kind of comedy as like Anchorman or something like that? Very yes. silly, over the top. Like yes, a, like a, a very serious situation, just with two very like detached from reality people that can't see the imminent danger. Like, imagine if Alien starred the Chuckle Brothers. That's the <laughs> fucking. That's what I'm going for here. Like, it's a super serious situation. The brood of fucking. They're not terrifying. Yeah. Like, they've got big cartoony eyes and stuff, so they're not like. It's not the Xenomorphs because mm. I mean they are fucking. They are this close to being the Xenomorphs anyway. Run! It's the Xenomorphs! <laughs> Actually, due to international copyright laws, it's not. Still, we should run, run like it is the Xenomorphs! No, no, it, it isn't. isn't. Ah! <laughs> That's the fucking tone we're going for, yeah. <laughs> Alien with Chuckle Brothers, packed it, booked it, fucked off. Michael. Right then. Okay, so what question is, do I do one that I've actually fully cast, or do I not? Uh, I'm going to do one that I've fully cast. Um... I didn't want to just pastiche movie genres. I also wanted to pastiche some TV genres because mm-hmm. I feel like that's where this the, the, the doors really fly open on this. Yeah. Let's have the first reality TV show in Marvel. Reality. Okay. Scripted reality TV show based heavily on stuff like uh, American Idol, America's right. Next Top Model, Love is Blind, that kind of like... Uh, kind of like peeping into the world and like then having those direct to camera interviews. Right. Is this so like, is that like a panel like talenty show thing or more there's like elements of a talent show in it. Right, but more like Kardashian yes. and Only Way Zetic type of shine. A lot of that, yeah. Right, okay. Ooh. Um, this is called New Warriors America's Next Top Heroes. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. This is about uh, Dwayne Taylor, also known as the Night Thrasher, yes, who has auditioned to be an Avenger many times, yes, getting bored, getting in touch with a TV station, and putting together their own team. Night Thrasher I've got played by Aldous Hodge, who just about got Hawkman over the line, yes, okay. So I could see him as kind of somebody who just like is just crying out to put a team together. Yes. But then I've paired him with a bunch of fucking idiots. Because that's what we're doing. So I think it would be funny to literally do a fish-out-of-water storyline with a fish-out-of-water. <laughs> Namora Returns, played by Mabel Cadena, uh-huh. who played her yeah, in the yeah, thing. Yeah. And it's you know, just a lot of just, like, she's speaking in Talakarnian. No one understands what she's <laughs> saying. Like... She's oh she doesn't even really know why she's agreed what she's agreed to be on. Uh-huh. She just wants to fight people, and I just oh, think that would be really excellent. Funny. Oh, this also you've got the literal comic book character, the literal comic, but the literal comic relief character. Um, I, I'm thinking we don't do his turn into edgy edge lord. We do it as full on goofy speedball yeah Robbie yeah, yeah. Baldwin no but one wants penance no one wants penance played by Ben Schwartz oh yeah because yep, yep, he's yep, going to yep, be yep. quick and he can be fast yes he can <laughs> we know those are his strengths sorry I don't know if we actually used my last podcast have you seen Sonic the Hedgehog 2 yet no yet I, I will fu- see it. I, will I fucking have <laughs> I fucking have I can't tell whether that was you enjoyed it or that it just scarred <sighs> you for life I fucking have okay I know what the post credit is. We already talked about that. I oh, think. okay. Yeah, we have talked yeah, about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, what, what shadow? Who the fuck? Who could have known? Who could have foreseen? <laughs> so joining them, uh, two characters you might not know about, but in two thousand and five or six, they introduced mm. these two characters when they were literally doing the new warriors and making a TV show. Okay. Which is what I'm borrowing very heavily from. Yeah. There were two characters called Debris and Microbe. If you don't know who they are. Debris is a low-level telekinetic. She can't really throw buildings around, but she can throw debris. Shrapnel. <laughs> Shrapnel. Right, okay. Um, low-level telekinetic called Deborah Fields, played by Casey Clemens, 
who you might know. Again, I'm, I'm pitching this with like a lower budget. Yeah, yeah. And we're going for actresses I'm pretty sure I can get. We can definitely rob the woman who's pl- playing Iris West out of um, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh, right, yeah. Because they are super not doing anything with that and they don't want to do anything with The Flash. Funny thing. We'll have her. She was good in the five seconds she was in that movie. Have you heard the joyous news? There's joyous news. Fantastic Beast is cancelled. Really? Really? They're not finishing the story? (laughs) It's not worth their fucking time to carry on with a Harry Potter adjacent thing that no one gives a shit about with diminishing returns at the box office fronted by Ezra Miller. Fuck that. Can that. Move on. Allegedly. This hasn't been 100% confirmed, but it was like 95% fucking confirmed. So, happy days. We don't, It's still the worst movie I've seen this year. That's hysterical. So, fucking hell, I don't have to watch any more of them and we can move the fuck on I wondered why else. we were getting a lot of Hogwarts Legacy stuff recently. Right. Yeah, like that, right. that hour-long live stream of them literally going, here's a tour of Hogwarts and it I looks know. fucking dope. I really wish I would have recorded the conversation me and my wife had in the car where it would have been the first ever pitching tents without you on it because my god did we pitch a hell of a fucking Hogwarts founder show in the car oh <laughs> uh, uh, it was it's on the level of, of, of your Marauders movie better okay better I admit it was she had some fucking banging ideas and that's why I married her I'm sorry carry on with your reality TV show it's fine Microbe this one's weird I've messed with it a little bit. Okay. So it's Zachary Smith Jr. in the books. I'm going with Zachary Smith Sr. because mm-hmm. I wanted an older act kind of like... Round, thing that, yeah. yeah, round it out, make it more goofy. Is it Henry Winkler on Cameo? <laughs> <laughs> We're doing the Cameo We're pitch. Doing the cameo it's pitch. not Henry Winkler on Cameo. In the books, Minecraft found a way to kind of like... Uh, it's it's such a stupid and specific power that it's kind of not even worth explaining. Right. He's a big dude and he can control microbes and that's the thing. Nick Frost as microbes. Yes, okay. As just this bit, as a big British lazy motherfucker who's in it only for the money. Okay. And then of course you've got to have the star of the show. Now this is already multiple variants of the new Warriors smashed together. Uh-huh. But there's one person who genuinely wants to be on the team mm. and one person who genuinely wants to be on the show and everybody else is either there. So, like, Debris is there for political reasons. Microbe is there to make money. Nemora has no idea where she is. Yep. Speedball's a camera hog. Yep. There's one person who cares about being a fucking hero. Her name is Doreen Green. We're bringing Squirrel Girl into this. I wondered when she was going to turn up. All and, right. And I know Nando didn't cast... Um, the existing actress for this, yes. Milana Vantru, but I, I think, I think she could still do it. And she's kind of owed it at this point. She's kind of owed it, yeah. So I've recast most of the people from that new Warriors thing. Yes. Swap things around, and we're going full like they do a bit where they're talking heads to camera, yep. and then shit goes down, and they have to be a team, and it doesn't really work. You could see this as a pilot for a full series because I yes. do think if you do this as a one-off. And people really liked it. It's a proof of concept. Proof yeah. of concept, then do a full series. That is fucking excellent. And again, I'm only sounding annoyed because I didn't fucking think of it. And then, of course, who you gonna, what team are you going to get in to do it? The Parks and Rec team. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yes. Okay, all on with that. I'm going to move one of mine up because it's kind of... It's one I was worried when you started describing. I was like, oh no, here we go. Mm. What I want to do... Is basically I want it. It's going to be presented as, as if it's a game show. Okay, hundred percent fucking straightforward. And Cameron Monaghan, which is why I made you look him up before we started this show. I've just figured out who you're doing. Who is it? It's Arcade. It's fucking Arcade. <laughs> yes. There we go. So he's my X Men adjacent person. Yeah. That he's not a mutant, but he only exclusively fights the X Men. Mm. But I was like, that's kind of fine. The only the mutant I had an idea for was like I'd like to do like a refugee story with dust. Because they're mm. never going to get to Dust. And Dust's got a cool fucking power set and a cool backstory and unique fucking part of the world. We haven't done Middle East stuff yet. That would be fucking dope. But I thought, that's a bit too serious for a 50-minute thing. Yeah. I'd much rather do Arcade. So basically, we're going to do Squid Games. But it's a honest-to-goodness presented as if it is a fucking game show the whole time. With Arcade as the person. I think the only bit what I'll give you is right at the start. The first show is him putting on the fucking thing and like psyching himself up and like going... And then him stepping out, full Bruce Forsyth, fucking giving it the guns. Full Bruce Forsyth. Full Bruce. We'll cast, we'll give him like Shatterstar and shitty people from like the X-Men that don't matter and will never make it. And 
we we see, we hear the audience, but we never see them, mm. right? And we'll have a guy like a brand new character, just like on like Countdown and Pointless and stuff. That they have people that can stay on the show for a while. Oh, Giles in Number Corner, exactly. Who once ate eighteen cakes? Yeah, <laughs> exactly that. That's number one. We'll we'll have them on like so. You have a brand new person to the first episode. A guy who um, who's there and he's edgy as fuck, and then a guy who just passed it and like maybe in an immoral situation that doesn't really understand what's going on and it becomes increasingly clear that it's like Takeshi's castle but like fucking ramped all the way up <laughs> is that they're doing like when Homer goes on the Japanese like show yes. why are you is weak exactly that <laughs> so we're gonna do this and just have them do horrible horrible like physical tasks and ninja warrior shit but they're getting battered you can kill the one of them off kill the guy who doesn't really know what's happening off at some point and the audience just goes, oh. and again, it's produced 100% in kayfabe, right? 100% honest to goodness like this is happening. We might even put commercial breaks in there just to help break it up. And eventually they would become wise and you would see them try to escape. Mm. And okay, that's when the fucking switch turns and he's like, that ain't fucking happening. And basically just tries to saw them to fucking death, as in saw the movie, yes. fucking squash them in a big trap or something. And it all becomes revealed that there's no audience there. There yeah. never has been. It's yeah. a bunch of fucking robots. He's doing it all for Mojo on his alien fucking TV show. <laughs> and basically he has to convince low-level superheroes and these people in. Because Mojo said... Mojo's giving him the money and stuff, but basically Helmet Ransom said, I'll give you money and I'll give you power if you make TV shows for me. But the second that goes wrong, I'm just going to fucking nuke you from my space station. So you best keep it up. So I want to cast Arcade as a little bit conflicted. Like, he is a villain, but he realises, you know, he wants the power, he wants the fame, he wants to... He was never good enough to do this in real life, so he's had to do this. And he's just a front for Mojo. And I just think that'd be a fun time. That's fucking excellent. Again, you've got to commit... Like they did with well, One Night and commit to the genre. You've got to commit to making it seem like a really cheesy family fortunes type of fucking thing. Mm. It just something that dies in the middle of it, and we just carry on. <laughs> so that's my plan. That's literally the only one I've cast because like, I think literally he would like do... some guy gets to turn into pulp. There's a beat, and then there's a wacky oops <laughs> <sound> effect. <laughs> exactly, fucking that. That can be a tight half an hour. I don't think it needs to be any longer than that. Make it the actual length of a fucking game show. Mm. Uh, yep. Cast three fucking no names that were never going to make it to a thing, but have got somewhat cool powers. Fucking a. That's how you do that. Again, that could be a proof of concept. I think it's harder to do replicating it, mm. but I think that could then lead into if you want to do Mojo shit in a, in a maybe not a full X Men thing, but if they start having spin offs or uh, you know you did the New Mutants again or something like that, that's a fun place to put them. It's, but, it's a good thing because Mojo's a hard fucking sell with it. Leading, you know what? If this is if all of my pitches come in, have Mojo turn up in the fucking Grandmaster and collect the thing. Yep. Just ha- put him there. Say, I'm a fucking game show. I'm a fucking... T-. You know, he, he comes in like fucking sunglasses, big fucking cigar on him. Like he's some TV exec dude. <laughs> yeah. That's what I want. Give me that. I right. Like that. Right. I need to take that pin out that I put earlier. That really dreadful CGI from Thor Love and Thunder. Yes. We are going full awful in this movie. Oh. I don't want to make a good thing. I want to make some, <laughs> I want to make something so incredibly shit that it's intentional. If ever there was a fucking tagline for the entire pitch intensive, <laughs> I don't want to make a good thing. <laughs> I want to do what I want to I do. I want to do what I want to do. It's my show. So here's my pitch. A, uh, it's a black and uh, it's not. Ah, uh, no, no. We'll go with like very muted early Technicolor. Okay. Kind of uh, Wizard of Oz. Before yeah. Fucking, we go to that's Oz. that's exactly. We're it. in Kansas some more. We are in Kansas for a good chunk of this, right? Um. So, <laughs> uh, this is a full-on fifties sci-fi B movie. Well, it's not even a B movie. It's a fucking Z movie. This is the MCU's Plan Nine from Outer Space. Okay. It's fucking shit. By design. Okay. This is the startling adventures of the 3D man. Oh, okay. <laughs> a character oh, that's so fucking dumb that we are not doing this as a hero to introduce. This is an in-universe movie in the MCU. Right. So, if you don't know the story of the 3D man, here we go. 3D man is essentially a composite character. Yeah. They are... 
it is primarily a, a guy called Chuck Chandler and his polio-ridden brother, Hal Chandler. Mm-hmm. Chuck is a, a a fighter pilot who's testing this, and, and I'm quoting directly, experimental rocket plane. <laughs> yeah. That would 100% just be on strings with a rotating background behind it. Uh-huh. I want this shoestring budget with literal shoestrings. Uh-huh. Um, he gets abducted by the scrolls. Yeah. Um, and it's still the scrolls, but they look terrible. Okay. I'm talking like it's just a normal human face, and they're wearing what can only be described as like a bike helmet with like scroll ears on it. It's gonna look shit. Oh, okay, good. Gets kidnapped by the scrolls who attempt to interrogate him, but Chuck's love of America and hatred of communism uh, forces him to destroy a. It's like a. It's like a warp drive, mm. which get, like covers him in this kind of like weird cosmic energy shit. And as he escapes in the experimental rocket plane, he dies. Right. This is in the book. Okay. So as it explodes, he dies. Hal uh, sees this because obviously as a polio ridden man, he's not in the planes. He's a fucking brilliant scientist. Yeah. He's coordinating the test runs. He's seen this whole thing uh-huh. go down. And... As he dies, this is in the book, he gets imprinted into his brother's glasses. Oh! Yes. Okay. So that's the first part of this. There would genuinely be a break for an intermission in the middle. Okay, good. Where we see who's watching the movie. Okay. (laughs) I just want to have a nice Paul Rudd cameo. And this is a movie that Paul Rudd and Catherine Newton have sat down to watch. Like, they're just watching this terrible... yeah, it really would be weird if there was these weird green shape-shifting aliens, wouldn't it? Because he's never met a fucking uh, scroll. Of course he hasn't, yeah. Um, so then they go back after the intermission. The communists are coming. It's the Red Menace. Um, there's like a, an invasion. There's yeah, a red yeah. invasion. The Cold War gets hot. Uh-huh. Oh no, how can Hal, who's just lost his brother, help America? Well, there are visions on his uh, glasses. And it's, the movie's genuinely going to say... Put your 3D glasses on now. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. There will be no 3D. Oh. <laughs> it's just like, what? I thought we were supposed to get... Gla- like, and actually, you know what? We are going to make it 3D. Mm. And we are going to have it to the shitty fucking red and blue. Oh, I thought if they'd both put their Ant-Man helmets on. Oh, that'd be good there too. Go. That'd be good too. So we do that. Um, because by focusing on the image imprinted into his glasses and concentrating very hard... Mm. Hal can summon Chuck from the dead as 3D 3D man, the 3D man, who of course is one of the strongest people in the universe with the strength of three men. One hundred percent. I am not shitting you. This was a comic book they wrote. Does the D stand for dicks? <laughs> three is dicks, he the man. Three dicks, man. <laughs> three men in one. You'd hope he'd be packing some heat. <laughs> Meat slapping beep. No. <laughs> they call him Chucky Three Dicks. <laughs> Chucky, so Chucky Three Dicks fights back the Red Menace and America's safe again. And Ant Man's like, this is fucking shit. <laughs> can, I, can I throw something in there? Yep. So if we're going to make this kayfabe a 1950s film that they are re watching. Yes. Because Cap's about in the world by that point. Yep. Can Cap, like, Cap turn up? Oh, not, he, not, you don't have to go and get uh, uh, Chris Evans, but like. He could do a. Like an epilogue, like a. Now, of course, the real world, the, the, our beloved America hasn't been invaded by the Red Menace yet, but you have to remain vigilant. And then, like, he does a handshake with the 3D man. Like the end of Black Adam, but like stilted and 50s ish. Yes. Uh, oh, Captain America! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he turns up looking like 90s Captain America, like a bike helmet and. Yes, we're doing that. We are doing that who, awful fucking who could Captain America. be that person? <laughs> This is us guy could be that person. Well, I cast th- Hal and Chuck. Yes. I wanted... They're twins in the books. Okay. I wanted actual twins. The closest I got was the Sprouse brothers. So Cole Sprouse oh, yeah, as yeah. Chuck Chandler, Dylan Sprouse as Hal. Okay. That I know they were Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, so they're, they're fine with working for Disney. Yeah, yeah. They're both 30 now, so they could, they're at yeah, the right yeah, ages yeah. to play these roles. But who could we cast as weird replacement cap? Hmm. What would be the most jarring 
person. Oh, you wouldn't want someone who looked like Chris Evans. You'd want someone like noticeably doesn't look like Chris Evans. God, John Cena would be fucking hilarious. Oh, that here. would be great. Like, just have like who's the biggest person we can think of who's not a wrestler? <laughs> um, <laughs> Shit. I'm trying to think of who's just a fucking humongous dude. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um, it will come. Cause they got no Schwarzenegger won't work. He's too old now. Yeah, he's It'd be too a old. Funny now. joke, but no, you can't do Schwarzenegger. It'll come to us. Yep. But that's basically it. We make an intentionally bad movie yeah. and then have it being in you. If, you know what? If people like it... You Vin can, Diesel. Vin Diesel. He's already under a Disney contract. Vin Diesel Vin comes Diesel. in. It's just... Hello. I'm barely all... able to fucking move <laughs> Vin Diesel. I'm all about family. There you go. There Happy you go. days. Okay. Lovely. Right. I like that. Now, this one is my only kind of serious people this wouldn't be going for comedy necessarily yeah but I, I want it as a way to reintroduce somebody mm. into this in a situation I think they would never be able to work into any potential TV shows or anything like that so I won't even reel who it's about yet but we'll get there so I wanted to I, I, I've yet to really land on who I want it to be but I know something my thinking is I'm going to do they're not the superior foes of Spider-Man, they're just superior foes. Basically, a bunch of shitty supervillains, right? Okay. Expendable ones at that. The ones that weren't good enough to be Sinister Six. Basically. Love it. So, you could, if you want to get Bohemian um, uh, Woodbine back to do Shocker and he can be the lead, that's fine. So basically, there's this bunch of people that are just one banks and whatever, right? But, they've been infiltrated by Jimmy Woo. Jimmy Woo's <laughs> undercover and has infiltrated this gang of people. So you have a little bit of comedy to start off with, but then shit's going to get bleak. They do a bank... No, they, they, they find a, a van, a black van in a fucking thing, and they're just petty. So they just they try to rob a bank, didn't really go well. They just feel like they did a win. <laughs> they crack open this van. It's full of fucking guns and money. Ooh. Oh, my God, what is their fucking happy days? Take it all out. They see someone walking towards them down the alleyway and they're like, oh, what you can do, barely. Immediately this geezer pulls a gun out and blows one of the heads off. Oh, We're doing Punisher, but from the villain's point of view. <laughs> We're going to have... Because this thing, I went back and forth. Please, like, please tell me it's him. Oh, it's him. It's, it's John Burnham, Of course it is. Yeah. So, because I was like, I want to do it where it's like... Because I, like, I want to do proper, like, fear of God. Oh my God, the Punisher's coming to That was us. when we were reviewing uh, Defenders... I think I said something similar to this where I was like, the Punisher show should have just been Punisher only turns up in the last five minutes and kills everybody. That's what we're going to do. We're gonna, Sweet. This is how we reintroduce Punisher into things. In that these people are just terrified of this man coming for them it's and there being nothing they can do to stop him. He's basically Michael Myers. Essentially, that's what we're going for. So Jimmy Woo's there to be the person who survives, basically, but Punisher will just mow his way over this. Do I make it normal criminals? But then I feel like that's... Punisher then's the bad guy and it's hard to transition him. If he... And it's still hard to transition him if he's just blowing people's heads off, but like... That's what Punisher does. In every Punisher TV show and movie, they have to find a way to make him decide not to kill everybody, mm. except in the Netflix series when they just said, fuck it. Fucking go for it. <laughs> so, just that. That's what I want. Uh, the way to reintroduce Punisher and make him scary straight off the bat is him just mowing through low-level supervillains like it's not even a fucking thing. Yep. So, yeah. Blows fucking first guy said, let's call it, let's Beetle. Beetle's fucking gone. Big Will's fucking mangled. <laughs> Big and, Will. and basically, Jimmy Woo's the one that has to fucking... Beg him off of like I'm a good guy I can prove it off fucking call fucking I don't know who who knows Jimmy call Ant Man or whatever and he's like you think I fucking deal with Ant Man and he lets him we'll come up with some try breathing why he lets him live and Jimmy Woo's the one who basically spreads the word of like there's this guy or if like he's like he like points a gun at him and he's just like relax and he throws like a bug down at him like I know your shield. And then oh like, my god, if he's like shield deep, like now his shield's like off the books and not as, not that we're, we weren't clear cut anyway, but like they're doing some shady shit. He's on Val's fucking side of things. He's Val's yeah. deep cover black ops person <laughs> and was getting Jimmy Woo. Yeah, that works. That's how we do it. Oh, that's what I want. Yeah, and that, that's it. Jimmy Woo's been running away the whole time, but he's there to do extraction. He's there to get him out. He was in over, Val thought he was in over his head and wanted to get him out. Yeah. And they said Punisher to fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Punishes back, John Thurman falls back, and that's how we reintroduce it. I guarantee you, my last one's a lot more fun, and I don't think you would have thought of it. 
I oh. really hope you're not about to say two words that can make me very annoyed that you've fought my last idea. Well, I've got a lot of words as the title of mine, so I'm hoping two of them aren't the ones you're looking Go for. Go for it. Again, so we've, we've done a couple of movie genres, done a TV genre, we went mm-hmm. back to a movie genre. We're going to finish on a TV genre. Mm. I'm not going to lie to you, Darren. This one's the most bare bones I've got. Okay. But it will be fun, and I just want to go back and forth with you, having how many fun cameos can we squeeze into uh-huh. this. The pitch is... This is the an April Fool's Day special. It gets mm. dropped onto Disney Plus. Yes. Um, unannounced, completely unannounced. Okay. Uh, it's what it is essentially is, it's the MCU's equivalency of Children in Need. Right. So, <laughs> just your fucking face. Then you're like, "What are you doing?" Okay. You'd have to set this between some Avengers movies. Uh-huh. I don't know which ones. Maybe, maybe post. No, because Sokovia gets things difficult. Maybe after one, but before two. Right, okay. It's a fundraising special for the people affected by the actions of the Avengers. Okay. It's on the in-universe TV station, which is WHIH, and it is the Avengers Variety Fundraiser Special. It's basically an excuse to get everybody to come back and do unscripted comedy bits with each other. So, like, some of the ideas I've had is that they're building up to Ant-Man's going to do some magic. (laughs) And then it's shit, obviously. Yeah. Um, or you have Thor's here. He's gonna he's gonna do an SNL skit, but because he doesn't under- get any fucking cues whatsoever, he completely ruins it. Um, I don't think I have anything else. I need you to help. That me. is fucking excellent. And you know what? We could even make it for charity in real life. Oh, if you have it as a premiere access. No, not even that. Just like that, maybe, but like have them turn up and say we're supporting. But say they're supporting a real life charity, like mm. they're doing shelter or fucking. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're actually going to raise money with this Abel Fools joke, because then I think you can convince everyone to come back. Yes, you can convince Robert Downey Jr. to come back, you can convince Chris Evans to come back, because it's like it's going to be fun. Five minutes of you playing whoever else it is going to be again. Yeah, but you get to come back and do some doofy stuff. Oh, that'd be amazing. The kids get to play basketball with Captain America. Yeah. He's just so much better than everyone else. He's trying to be shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. He'll let fucking Tony Stark, because he's a reckless motherfucker, will let a 10-year-old go in the Iron Man suit for me. <laughs> and you can have all of those, like... What? <laughs> oh, something's good. All secondary people are on the phone. War machines on the phone. Yeah, yeah, war machines <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> he like picks the receiver up clonks it against the thing drops it has to like lean over in the suit See, clonks it again yeah. drops it you have Tony front it and Tony's the presenter and that's the only way he's managed to do it so he'd have to pay a lot of money to a lot of people to get Rhodey to sit there in full <laughs> machine on my sweat his tits like... <laughs> if you wanted to you can have this thing end with just another Avengers battle but I think it would be funnier to not Loki's in the fucking dunker person with the with the gay bane thing on his face. <laughs> oh, and if they just chuck stuff. If out. they bring out like a pudsy mascot and there's a villain underneath it and they get to fight the villain, that'd be fun. Who would be a dumb villain to have ruined this? Dumb villain. Ah, uh, what would be good? Not hate manga. That's too. No, other. that's not funny. <laughs> um, you could do. They did cast Ursa Major, who's an actual bear. <laughs> True. So a bear costume could turn into a mutant who's an actual fucking bear and they've got to fight a bear for a minute. <laughs> batter this bear. And the camera's swinging trying to avoid someone just battering this bear. It's, like, it's really not on message. <laughs> like if Thor, like on, on fucking um, Asgard, bears are like seen as like the worst thing. So I thought just would be like, a bear! That is five fucking stars there, Maggot. That is excellent. Love that. You didn't say the two words I was hoping you wouldn't say. That's good, then. So, the, 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 one of the first people I thought of, and then I feel thought, no, that's too fucking potent. That has to be a movie. It's Kazar. Mm. I thought, we'll do fucking Tarzan. That's easy. But I thought... So you don't want to hear the words lands and savage not no, in that order? not necessarily. Because okay. like, I'd want to do a proper savage lands thing. Right. But that's such a fucking out there concept. I'm like, how do you introduce that naturally? Mm. Now, I'm going to stretch the word naturally to mm. its breaking point here. But here's what we're going to do. We're going to do a found footage type of Attenborough thing. 
I know where this mm. is going. Like a YouTube show, right? Mm. And it's going to be these people, like, um, do you remember me telling you about, um, um, what was it called? It was called Monster Hunter in America. It was called Destination Truth over here. Yeah. And it had a man whose job I wanted, because his job was just to go to all these wonderful places, spend time in the culture, and then spend, like, a night in the woods looking for Bigfoot. He'd never fucking find him. So he was never in danger, and they paid for him to go around the fucking world. Yep. Fucking loved him. I fucking loved that show. And I'm basically doing that, but low budget on YouTube. Mm. So these lads, obviously, all these magical things turn up. It's like, well, maybe all these things are true. And you can have like clips of them showing like they find man thing and like get proper um, like Bigfoot walking through the woods thing of man thing, <laughs> and like a few of the other monsters that you like could do. And it's like now we're uh, it's like done proper YouTube stars. Like now we we're gonna um, we're going to look into this story that we've heard about a dinosaur mm. in Ohio. We're doing devil dinosaur. dinosaur. So basically, it's going to be these fucking dweebs going to like somewhere shit. Like fucking <laughs> Des Moines, Iowa or something. I'm in Delaware. I'm in Delaware because <laughs> someone thinks they've seen a fucking T-Rex. And they're like, yeah, bright red fucking T-Rex is just wandering around <laughs> fucking Montana. Of course they are. And then it fucking is. Yeah. And, like, like, and it's the panic of like, oh no we've actually found a monster <laughs> and it would just be a fame footage of devil dinosaur trying to eat these people <laughs> and like you know i i was like do i introduce moon boy Plus, I, I or moon girl or moon girl I, was, I just don't think it works really that's so fucking far-fetched to do i just kind of left unless he or she is the one that's like discovered the devil dinosaur mm. and all that jazz so that's all it is. It's just people running away from a big red T-Rex that's terrorising this small town. <laughs> a you... cross between Jurassic Park and Cloverfield. Basically. Nice. You might even get to the point, because it's such like a podunk town, that they're actually kind of used to the dinosaur. <laughs> so none of the locals are interested in helping us. Like, <laughs> and then the end would be the, the Department of Damage Control or whoever would turn up, capture the dinosaur, and then take it to the Savage Lands. And you post-credit scene would be fucking, you know, Devil Dinosaur landing and then this fucking jungle man, well, a saber-tooth tiger walks out of the fucking jungle mm. first, followed by a big man with a spear walking out after it. That just set up for Kazar. Then we go do a Savage Land movie. Perfect. That's basically just Tarzan versus Godzilla. Why the fuck not? There you go. You, you can't... You, it is too fun a concept to have a prehistoric island in the middle of Antarctica mm. where dinosaurs are still knocking about. Yep. That is far too fucking fun. We can do Tarzan, but right this time because it'll have <laughs> dinosaurs instead of chimps and that's just better. And that's my devil dinosaur idea. That was immediately the last one I put on. I toyed with a Howard the Duck one, mm. but I just couldn't. I was like, I don't need to know enough about Howard the Duck. Yeah. Like, I, I, it, it would work and I'd put money on that being one of the strongest, like they keep bringing him back. So clearly someone wants to do a Howard the Duck and Jason. No, this is it. And the one that Nando pitched was pretty good. I liked as, it. It's yeah. like a film noir kind of thing. Yeah. I like that. But those were 10 ideas, and we can guarantee at least one of those will be coming to a screen near you. If you could pick one, mm. which one would you go with? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. If I was putting money on any of them, if it just be... the musical would be the one I'd think. Yeah. That seems like a, an easy slam dunk to do. Just release expensive. it as like a, a holiday special yeah. thing. There you go. Jobs are good. And I think. Mm. We I really like the arcade one. I really like that. I think if it was one of mine, if I could only have one, it would be New Warriors. Yeah, your reality TV show is. is I just think that it's so perfect for a streaming it platform. Is. But one of yours, I, I like the idea of the arcade fake out. Yeah, I really really like that. Committing to it, shooting it like a TV show. Mm. Even get like downgrade the camera quality so it looks like it's not necessarily shot in high definition. Yeah. Mm. It's I, I my favourite one I just want to see Jeff Goldman and Benito Del Toro there, so I don't know if that's my favourite one based on just those two but yeah I do think the arcade one's probably the most fun very probably we all avoided well you did Star Jammers but none of us picked any of the mutants because yeah. they could all have fucking special presentations at this point well this is it's too easy isn't it to just go Let, let's do the Nightcrawl origins in the circus Plus, like that'd be great but it's too easy I think if we did like a round two of this post-mutants mm. then it's fine but I think it, we've got to see exactly how they come in is it classic is it something brand new is it the fucking um, Rise of X fucking one they did a couple of years ago mm. however they're going to choose to introduce the mutants kind of then fixes the direction of how you can do everything else but I think if they hadn't have done this, just just 
going off. The, the, the one I wanted to do mm. was Great Lakes Avengers. Yes. But they. Flatman and Big Bertha. Flatman, the... Doorman, Big Bertha, Mr. Terrific. You could put Squirrel Girl in there if you weren't doing New Warriors. But, like, they've ruined Mr. Terrific oh. now. Sorry, Mr. Mr. Immortal. Mr. Immortal, Mr. Terrific's the big DC, DC one. man with a T on his face. Yeah, they've ruined Mr. Immortal now. And, like, yeah. because he's that old dude as opposed to. Because that was going to be. It's, it's a full on, like,. Uh, Adam McKay uh, comedy movie and Andy Samberg's playing Mr. Yep. Immortal and that was going to be my fucking go big or go home but then they then they ruined that character so I can't do it anymore which is a shame fair enough yeah, any other ideas you were exploring no like I said the, the, the dust idea was the one I was like do a proper persecution on the run refugee film but with dust in it that'd be cool, that'd I, be cool. I'd love it to be part of like normal like MCU stuff because again I mean the X-Men is by far and away the most diverse fucking team they have by oh, yeah. default anyway it's not like the fucking all white brigade Avengers or anything it's fucking by design it has to be full of diversity mm. but it's kind of it's it's still the safe characters everyone knows I want them to see really fucking go deep with everything and have fucking dust and fucking just have all the weird ass characters you can I still believe we haven't gone all this long. We've never done the Stepford Cuckoos. We've never done fucking Forge. We've never done so many other people that we could chuck in there, which I'd all be in for. So yeah, that was the only other strong idea I had. Like I said, I told you um, Howard the Duck for a little bit, but that was about it. Those are pretty much the first five that came out of the nog, and I was like, I'm pretty fucking happy with those. Yeah, yeah, no. Any from you? Um, no. Like I said, I'd started by doing Let's Do Great Lakes Avengers. Yes. And then pivoted hard into, well, I'll just do New Warriors instead. Yeah. And then really like that, and then into Star Jammers. The, I'll be honest with you, the charity special wasn't my idea. That oh. Was all Caroline. I have to give her all the all the credit for that. They're getting better at this. They'll, they'll have our fucking jobs next. It's no good. Entertainment Fell podcast may be coming very soon. <laughs> the Entertainment Fell podcast. With a, with a happy face as opposed to the... Yeah, and you'll find out that we are very much the untalented people in their <laughs> families. Yeah, oh, good God Almighty. Plug away, Michael. You can go and find me on Twitter, Instagram, and at that, Mike Owen. You can go and find Darren on Twitter, Instagram, and at the Goodtrees. You can go and find the site on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and username FowlyNT. That's F O U L E N T. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, wherever you can pick up your RSS feed. Or use username FowlyNT or FowlyNT Podcast, depending on the service you're using. And of course, go to FowlyNTainment.com for more stuff like this. Do you like Marvel? Fucking A. We've got all the Marvel for you. I heard you like Marvel, huh? Here, have all the Marvel in the world. Um, not Marvel. <laughs> Stan Lee went mad after 20 minutes. Um, so, we have our re- very recent picture of Marvel fighting game, which is a two-part of Pitch Intense um, and Drafting episode. Yep. We've just finished our review of Black Panther. Uh, Wakanda, I didn't say Wankers Forever. <laughs> Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which is in the book as well. You can go listen to that on the website. We have more Marvel content for the end of the year because we will yep. have a review of the Christmas special of Guardians of the Galaxy. Also, before the end of the year, we will have reviews of Andor, Pokemon, uh, Scarlet and Violet. Anything else that really crosses their path? Avatar, we think, is the last major movie. Yeah, I mean, that's coming out the first, no, second week of December. Yeah, they're that, thereabouts. That might be the last thing before I do my over Christmas mop up of the movies I've missed yeah. over this year, which will include Sonic. So no, let me just—I've got that list on the go. Yeah. So before the end of the year, I intend to watch Enola Holmes two. Oh my god, we what? haven't talked about Weird Al yet. We haven't talked about I Weird Al. Watched it yet? Not yet. Oh, I've seen it. Mm. Oh, it's good. Mm. You're gonna like it. Yes. See so, yeah, it. We might be able to squeeze in a Weird Al um, interview. Uh, interview. Thing. We have got Knives Out two before the end of the year. Yes. Um, Streaming after Christmas though. Yes. Oh, see, I thought it was like Christmas Eve or something. Yeah, I don't know if it's the Boxing it. Day special. It is. Um, and Rosaline, which is the um, G- uh, Romeo's girlfriend and like take on, I don't know, it's like Shakespeare takeoff stuff, but mm. apparently it's quite funny and it's got um, uh, Catherine Diva, Denver, Diva? Oh, she's from You've lost me now, Booksmart mate. and um, oh, okay. That, okay. her yes. um, as Rosalind, so I might watch that. And then on mm. TV, I still haven't watched the second season of The Outlaws, so I need to get ready to watching that. Mm. Wednesday starts this week, yep. uh, and then The Santa Claus for my sins. <laughs> so we've got a lot of things to get through before the end of the year. Yep, I've got a list of things that I haven't got round to yet, which obviously includes Song of the Hedgehog 2. There's a uh. couple of... I, I really want to try and get stuff like the Black Phone, Brian and Charles, mm. all this kind of stuff, just so you can have all of the things. Did you know that there's a um, 
a Henry Selick stop motion and animated feature on Netflix right now. No. They are not advertising That's it. That's the Coraline guy, right? That's the one. You don't like Coraline, do you? I don't give a shit. Because you're wrong. Uh, but yeah, there's plenty of stuff to talk about the end of end of year stuff coming up as well. I can't wait to talk about what we're doing the Shadow Season 4. Oh, it's good so far, right? <laughs> it is hitting its goddamn stride early on. Yeah, we've got... And then, well, of course, by the end of the year, we will have a wrap-up of the year in both film, TV show, video games, music? I guess. Wrestling? I mean, obviously. For sure. We always have a wrestling And then thing. we get to go back to the draft. 12 months on from our first draft episode, we get to go back to the well and see who picked the best and who's going to get <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom as their first choice. God a true jewel in the crown. <laughs> There's no point in picking anything else. If you no. want to win, you pick Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Lovely. Right. That is it for us today. Enjoy the World Cup if you can. If you can. Do your best. Enjoy Pokemon. We'll be talking about that soon. Merry Pokemon Eve, Michael. Bye, everybody. Bye. I might have to cut out some coughing. I'm sorry about this. I just said... Did it really cut out bad then? <laughs> it kicked. <laughs> Just have a listen back to it. It was quite a quite a thing. That'll be fun. Anyway. <laughs>